podcast is your co-host James with Jake. Episode 76. Happy Sunday, Jake. How you doing? Doing pretty well. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, nice. Little Sunday. A little nice. Sunday. I don't know really what to say. Um, Sorry about that. My phone was going off because of Twitter. We love Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, happy Sunday, guys. Um, another episode of BA Podcast. Uh, here for you guys to listen to. Got some good stuff to talk about. Um, but why don't we start it off, Jake? Why don't you talk about uh, the World Series that's coming up? Yeah, so yesterday was Game 6 the ALCS. The Astros win. They move on. They lose. We go to a Game 7. Uh, so I'll go through a little bit of the game. Um, first inning, Astros are up. Runners at first and second, two outs. Yuli Gurriel, uh, the Cuban first baseman for the Astros, hits a three-run homer. Hits a three-run homer to left field, and the Astros go up three nothing. Um, that was the first runs of the game. The at, then the Yankees score two to make it three to two. Uh, later on in the game, Astros score again to make it four to two. Astros had a ton of opportunities to break the game open. They just couldn't. They couldn't get get that hit that they needed to do it. Um, so then we go to the top of the ninth. Um, Astros are up four to two. One out in the inning. We well, yeah, one out in the inning. DJ LeMahieu comes up for the New York Yankees. There's uh, one at first base. Uh, Roberto Uzuna um, is pitching for the uh, Yankees to close it out. Um, DJ LeMahieu on the season's batting like. Batted like 330. He could be the AL MVP. Um, but we won't find out until after the season. But he's been really good. Um, he's been good in this series as well. He got a couple of big hits in earlier games and all that stuff there. Uh, but there's a 1 1 count. Actually, no, that's not the 1 1 count. There's a. What's the count? Okay, the count is 3 and 2. It's a long at bat. LeMahieu's 0 for 4 in a day. Ozuna, 17 pitches into the bat, one out, running out first. Here's what happened. He would play. He can play all over. He's been anchored at first base, and all he's done in a Yankee uniform is hit. 3 2 pitch. Fly ball into right. Back at the wall. This ball is gone for a home run. And this game is tied. That's what DJ LeMahieu did in the top of the ninth. The Astros blowed the lead. They tied at 4-4. Four to four. Um, LeMahieu's home run was 351 feet the right field at 97 miles per hour of exit velocity. George Springer almost robbed it. Would have been the greatest catch ever, but he just a little bit over the glove. Uh, so we go to the bottom of the ninth now. Um, there's a runner. There's two outs in the inning. Nothing's really going on for the Astros. Um, Rawlis Chapman is pitching for the New York Yankees. Uh, Chapman, as we all know, throws. Sorry about that. Ch- Chapman throws like mid 100 miles an hour, like 105. He hit, he threw the fastest pitch ever, 106 miles an hour. Um, now he's more like 101, 102, but he's still pitching fast. Yeah. So there's a guy. No, nobody out. I mean, there's nobody on. Two outs in the ninth. Um, there's a walk. 
So there's now a run on first. Springer walks. Jose Altuve, who the littlest, smallest player in the league, comes up into the top, into the bottom of the ninth. He's been on the Ashes forever. He was with the on their team when they lost 100, 100 games for three straight seasons. Um, he's 5'6". He's a multiple-time All-Star, MVP, batting, batting champ. Um, there's a 2-1 count to Altuve. Chapman is from 18 pitches in the inning, run on first spot of the ninth. And here's what Jose Altuve did in his at-bat. As you heard there, Jose Altuve with a walk-off homer, the right center, the left center field, uh, the ball was just demolished. If you were watching it on uh, TV, you knew once the ball was hit that it was gone. Um, the only question was how far would it go, and it went really far, over 400 feet, exit velocity over 100 miles per hour. So the Astros win Game Six. They win the series. They move on to the World Series for the second time in three years. Uh, they're trying to be the second team. Since 2003, to win two titles in three years. Another team is the San Francisco Giants, who did that in 2010 and 2012. They also did it in 2012, 2014. Uh, so the Giants actually did it twice in this decade, uh, in this century, actually. No other team has done it yet, um, except maybe the Yankees. They may have won two in a row in, two, in the early 2000s. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but either of the case, Astros trying to win their second championship in three years against the Nationals, who are trying to win their first championship in their franchise's history, and that starts Tuesday at 5.08 p.m. Uh, pitching for the Astros is Garrett Cole, who will be going first, and he's facing Max Scherzer in what should be the best pitching matchup since the 2012 World Series when the Giants faced the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers had Verlander, they had Max Scherzer, um, Doug Fister, and Anibal Sanchez, and the Giants had Tim Lincecum, Madison Bumgarner, Matt Cain, Ryan Volkosong, and a bunch of other pitchers there as well. So this should be one of the best series that best World Series of pitching wise since that 2012 World Series when the Giants swept the Tigers in four, uh, shocking upset. Um, to me, for some reason, this has the same series feel as that one, where the Nationals are the heavy underdogs, but the Astros, but the Nationals have really good pitching. But we shall see what happens in that series. So again, that starts Tuesday, 5:08. Cole versus Scherzer. Then game two is on Wednesday. I believe it's Verlander versus um, Strasburg, or it could be Granky versus Strasburg. Strasburg. I'm not sure yet. We'll find that out later. Uh, but yeah, World Series starts Tuesday, and go Astros. Yeah, um, just back to what Jose Altuve did in Game Six. That was phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, had a, I stopped playing Fortnite right when that happened. I was like, oh, they're going to two outs. So whatever. Um, I got to see Joy Springer. I was texting Jake. I was like, oh, Joy Springer, uh, Dinger here. And I mean, he got walked surprisingly. And then, um, 
yeah, just Jose, Jose Altuve just really absolutely just hit a moonshot. And then what, what I like is when uh, Chapman turned around, he was smiling. When he threw that pitch right after he threw that pitch, uh, I think that was kind of funny to see. But um, Yeah, I think he was in shock. He was like, what the hell yeah, just happened? definitely. Yeah, he was – yeah. <laughs> I mean – um. Kind of crazy. I think that was pretty cool, though, uh, for Jose Aldubi to do that. Um, even for the short guys out there. Yep. Uh, sh- shout out, shout out to him. He's your height too. Uh, yeah, me and yeah, me and Jose Aldubi the same height, five six. Yep. Um, we out here doing our thing. Um, yeah, but like Nick is saying, uh, Astros heavy favorite, uh, Natty's a heavy underdog. I mean, I like I like I'd like to see the Nationals win their uh, first World Series. Nope. And, uh, nope. And uh, and their history. So we'll see. But yeah, nope. I totally agree. This these pitching duels will be great to watch. Um, the first one should be definitely should be fun to watch, especially Garrett Cole, a guy Jake is eyeing maybe uh, to go to the Giants. Yes, uh, please. <laughs> so we'll see how that play for my we'll two favorite does, teams. Uh, game one um, against uh, who'd you say he was going up against again? Uh, he's going against Max Scherzer, Max three Scherzer. three times Cy Young. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah. He's actually watch Yeah, he sure. also won the Cy Young in the AL and the NL. So he's one of the few pitchers to win oh, it in wow. both leagues. That's kinda lit. He might win it this year in the NL again. You never know. You never know. You never know. But yeah. So anything else that's so World Series talk. Go Astros, fuck the Nationals. Natitude. Here we go. Yeah, so let's talk about uh one of the most important games of the week, and which was the 49ers versus the R Words. Um huge rain game. Uh, in in Washington D.C. Goddamn monsoon! Yeah, literally. Yeah, uh, the reports. Um, they took the top off two hours before the game started, and it was already raining heavy. No idea why they would do that. I mean, obviously, the team has to warm up. Sorry about that. Makes sense. Um, but they took the top off. There were puddles being made because the rain was so heavy uh, around the field. Not good. I was kind of nervous. Actually, I thought people were going to get hurt during this game because yeah. of the field conditions. Um, I mean, we did have some injuries, but not due to the field, thank God. Um, but, yeah, the defense got the start. We kicked it off. Um, so, uh, Solomon Thomas had the start and nose tackle for this. Don't know DJ Jones was inactive. Uh, I think he hurt his hamstring. Um, but, yeah, our defense started off, uh, and – from the looks of it, it looked like to be a uh, run-heavy game, and it did. Uh, AP looked pretty good on this first drive. Uh, they did not. The, the R-Words did not throw the ball once. No. Nope. Um, they got pretty close. Uh, they were doing Madden drives. Oh, they were for sure. That, that's how I do it in Madden. I run the ball every single play. Only throw when I need to. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> but, um, hey, get dubs that way. So, yeah. but yeah, um, they got pretty close to the red zone. Um. I think Dustin Hopkins missed it. Uh, wide right. Did not get it. We got the ball. Um, had to jog down the field. Matt Breida with the start at running back. Barry Yikes, uh, first offensive drive. Not good. Look, not look, did not look good uh, at all. But what came out of it was a pretty nice uh, Wisniewski punt, putting them behind the 10-yard line. Or exactly on the 10-yard line. So that was good to see. Um, just back and forth. Not really just moving the ball in, uh, in between the 20s. Not really scoring. Um some some uh, Marcus Goodwin got hurt. Uh, I think he was sliding. Uh, someone came across the middle, hit him, and hit him. Yeah, it was kind of uh, a dirty play. 
Yeah, he got hurt. Uh, he was evaluated for a head injury. He was cleared to get back in, uh, but I did not see him go back in the game. So they played it safe. Uh, they just kept him on the sideline. Um, uh, there were some instances on third down where Jimmy G was looking a little like a little look a little bit like Steve Young, um, using his legs to get the first down. Uh, the Red Sea parts right in front of him. The pocket clears, uh, running forward, getting the first downs that we need to keep the drive going. Look good. Um, uh, couldn't move. Uh, drive, there was a drive where we couldn't move the ball, uh, so we decided to go for a 45-yard field goal. Uh, Robert Gold missed it, wide left. I think after that kick, uh, his stat was nine of 16 in the year. Uh, very yikes. People coming at his neck, but we'll see how it goes from this game. Uh, D Ford had a sack this game, so it was good to see that. Four and a half uh, on zero, the year. Zero. Yeah, four and a half sacks total this year. Nice to see that. Nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, zero zero first half. No points being scored. Uh, let me go straight into second half. Uh, Jimmy G throws a pick. Um, I think he's thrown a pick in the last straight three straight games. I think. I feel yeah, like. he has seven. More? I don't really know. Yeah, he has seven touchdowns to six interceptions on the year, which isn't great. Yes. But he's still, you know, figuring out. They, I think they need to make a move for a wide receiver, maybe a couple wide receivers. Yeah, we'll talk um, about that later, though. We'll talk about that later. I have, yeah. I have a topic to ask you about. Okay, okay, okay. But, um, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, we'll see how that – it was to Dante Pettis towards the sideline. Um, if he had thrown that just a little bit more in front of Dante, it could have been an easy touchdown, what it looked like. But it was thrown, it was thrown uh, a little bit behind him. Uh, uh, our player picked it off. Troy uh, Apke. Who, uh, who has made an appearance on the podcast before? Because remember that sound of him running a four-two forty, and Deion Sanders like getting crazy and saying, uh, getting all crazy and hyped over it, and saying, "Why are you so surprised, Deion?" It's like you know why I'm surprised because he's white. Yeah, right. We all know why he was surprised. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was a good play by Apke, though. I thought that, that was, was a better that was, play. Yeah, no, that was a really good interception. Obviously, terrible throw ball. Uh, high point at the ball, caught it. Uh, had a, like, a, like I said, had a great return. Uh, put the Harvard's in great field position. Uh, he's going to get it done. Uh, I think uh, Eric Armstead had a sack on that drive. Uh, good defensive stop. Um, and then we get the ball back. We drive down. Uh, goal finally makes a field goal, making it 3-0. Um, and then another injury happened. Matt Breida was evaluated for another head injury. He got, he got cleared from that head injury during the game and then got poked in the eye, came back out. Um, didn't go back in the game, I think. Uh, Tevin Coleman took the reins the entire game. Um, and then again, our defense doing its thing. Quan um, Alexander forced a fumble on uh, Harvard's. Uh, it was getting close to the red zone. Uh, forced a fumble, a Julian Taylor recovery. Um, again, just trying to get some points out there. KB with a huge catch, for those who don't know. Kendrick Bourne uh, running it into the end zone. Uh uh, helping Robbie Gold make another field goal, making it 6-0. Uh, and then again, Robbie Gold making another field goal, making it 9-0. And yeah, Nick Bosa getting a sack to finish the game, ending the game. Niners winning 9-0, moving on to 6-0. Uh, great game. Uh, another thing I forgot to mention, uh, 49ers again had a fourth down stop. Nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's four fourth down stops in two games. 
You love to see it. Uh, but yeah, that was the game. Uh, you want anything to add to this game, Jake? You have anything? Um. I thought it was it was a good defensive game. Case Keenum's not really great, um, no. but they played they played well. Jimmy Garoppolo had a bad first half, but yes, definitely. His second half is really good. He was eight for eight for like one hundred forty four yards. Um, yes, he turned it on definitely. To me, Jimmy Garoppolo's the guy where you can't look at his box score and make a decision. I think people get too fantasy football focused on how, but he he did only threw four hundred fifty one yards and no touchdowns. He must suck. If you watch the first half, you're like, okay, he wasn't great. If you watch the second half, you would know that take is that take is moronic, because in the second half, I said he went eight for eight, hundred forty four yards. People just look at the stats and not look at the game really, uh, and just say, oh, this guy's not good because the stats aren't high. Like it's not like Aaron Rodgers where he's throwing for like four hundred yards and five touchdowns. It's like one hundred fifty for no touchdowns. You think, yeah, he's not that good. But if you watch the game, you know that. He's pretty good, and he's going to be a really good quarterback in the league for the future. And also, this is his 16th game started as a quarterback in the NFL. He's only played a season worth of football. He's been in the league six years. Baker Mayfield's already played more than him. Lamar Jackson's playing the same. So you can't really judge him yet. Yeah, a full first season, like you said, 16 games. And as a starter, uh, 14-2 as a starter. Yep, second best record. Um, for a guy in 16 games since Ben Roethlisberger went 15 and 0. Yeah, for those who don't know, 14 and two. Uh, but yeah, um, like you said, good defensive effort again. Just gonna get it rolling on offense. Uh, I mean, mainly due to the weather conditions. Uh, but yeah, the 49ers uh, come back home, correct? Yep, against the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, so the Carolina Panthers are currently four and two. Uh, as of right now, the 49ers are uh, favored uh, by five and a half points. Over under is uh, 42. Uh, we'll see how our defense uh, looks uh, to be against Christian McCaffrey and a quarterback in Kyle Allen, who was 4 0 as a starter this year. Um, and also our offense against uh, a somewhat solid defense Gerald McCoy, Luke Keekley, Brian Burns. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and other news. Uh, the 49ers are in the hunt for a receiver one, like Dick was alluding to earlier. Um, there are many reports for um, one report I've been seeing a lot is Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, we did, uh, there was a report that we did give the Broncos a call. They said he was not available. Um, and then all of a sudden, this uh, Sunday, they uh, opened to trading him. And Emmanuel Sanders is also welcome to being traded. Doesn't have a problem. Yeah, they think um, that the earliest he can be traded is Thursday, but they might want him to yes. play that game and trade up during like on Saturday or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, and other reports I've seen uh, AJ Green. Uh, I mean, the Bengals are saying that he's not available. The Bengals are really shitty. Um, why not release the guy? I mean, he is going to be 31 years old next year, uh, but and he's still injured. Uh, but again, explosive receiver, can really stretch the field. We'll see how that goes. Another guy I've seen around, or a name that I've seen uh, being popped up is Mohamed Sanu. Uh, another great athlete, uh, good receiver, good hands. Um, does have uh, a pass with uh, Kyle Shanahan, so keep a lookout for him. And another name uh, that I actually just popped up, on, I see it on Twitter, uh, is Ken Allen. 
Uh, again, Chargers are trash. Um, uh, he's due for, I think, $12 million next year. Yeah. That's what the tweet said. I, uh, the or- yeah, I I doubt they I, – I don't think he's available. I doubt they move yeah. him. But, yeah, I mean – but I've seen just yeah. reports, just stuff like that. Just, you know, just rumors and shit like that. I mean, they could de- um, deal him, but their owner doesn't really seem like the type of guy who wants to pay money to players and trade them. So I don't think that's... Right. But it could happen. You never know. You never know. It's uh, this league, dude. You never know. Um, but yeah, I had a question, though. Um, out of these four, who would you really want? I mean, I would want Keenan Allen if he's available. Because he's... He's like he's the best available receiver. To me, he's like a top ten receiver. Uh, Green's injured has has been injured like last couple years too. Uh, Sanu is a good player. I wouldn't mind him. Sanders is probably third on my fourth on my list. Um, I think the key though is the receiver has to have like a pass of Shanahan, um, and Mohamed Sanu fits that. Uh, Sanu's pretty good too. I think if he's I think he could be like a number one receiver on a different team. Because if Julio right. Jones, you're not going to touches as much as he is, or Calvin Ridley as well is pretty good, but Mohamed Sanu right. on like any other team could be a number one receiver, I believe. So he's probably my number two. So if for me, it goes Allen one, Sanu two, uh, Green three, and then fourth would be Emmanuel Sanders. Nice, yeah, yeah. Um, like you were saying, I totally agree. Um, Shanahan system is really hard to learn. Uh, it takes time to learn. Um, and obviously Mohamed Sanu is really familiar with it. Uh, I would love him to come to the Niners. Uh, obviously, again, a team that's trash, the Falcons. Um, why not, you know, move some parts, move some guys around, maybe get some picks or other players. Um, totally agree, yeah. Keenan Allen, um, great player, pretty explosive. Again, another player you can stretch the field down. You can stretch the field like A.J. Green. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt we get, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we got Mohamed Sanu. I also wouldn't be surprised if we got Emmanuel Sanders. Again, that report, um, that rumor has been going like all the way back in the summertime. Um, but yeah, if uh, the Portland really want to make a run, um, you've got to get a number one receiver, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Help Jimmy Garoppolo out. You know, um, again, our run, our run game looks good. Um, Without whatever running back is out there, uh, but yeah, that play action um, will also work. Doesn't pressure on George Kittle, um, but yeah. Anything else said to the 49ers before we talk about some stats? Um, no. Let's go through the stats. All right, perfect. Yeah, let's talk about some stats. Um, yeah, so talking about Jimmy G, uh, he went 12 for 21. Didn't throw the ball a lot, like we said. The the, the weather conditions were a little fucked. Um, but yeah, three four hundred fifty one yards, one interception. Uh, he had four rushes for twenty yards. Nice. Uh, but he also took two sacks this game. Um, Tevin Coleman, like we, like I said before, uh, really uh, took over the reins in the run game. He had twenty rushes for for uh, sixty two yards. Um, the team had one hundred and thirty seven total rushing yards. It's nice to see that. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, three catches for sixty nine yards today. Nice. Um, Richie, Richie James, a guy I like to say, like, uh, you give him the ball, he can make a, a big play anytime in the game. He had a great one catch for 40 yards. I uh, really needed that. Nice to see that uh, he got involved today. Uh, George Kittle had three catches for 38 yards. Uh, had some crucial catches. 
see that, and then Robbie Gold three for four for field goals, uh, and then uh, 29 yard uh, for, uh, was his longest today. On defense, we had a, uh, three total sacks. Uh, Bosa had a sack. Uh, Eric Armstead and D Ford uh, were included in those three sacks. Bosa, uh, I say MVP of the game uh, on defense. Uh, seven total ta- tackles, five solo, uh, four total uh, tackles for loss, uh, and one sack. That really still uh, ended the game. Uh, Quan Alexander uh, had a forced fumble, like I said before. And then some, some team stats. Uh, we possessed the ball uh, 30 for 33 minutes, 24 seconds compared to um, uh, 26, uh, thir- uh, 26, 36 seconds. Uh for the R words, uh, our total yardage was 288 compared to 181. We had 17 uh, first downs compared to the 10. And the really only bright spot for the R words, uh, racial slurs, uh, was Adrian Peterson. He's a really big factor in the first half. I think he had like 55 uh, rushing yards in the first half. Um, and they kind of shot away from him in the second half, which I didn't really think was a good idea. Uh, again, he had 20 rushes for 81 yards. Um Workhorse back for them. Uh, and then here, uh, Jake, why don't you talk about the defense as a whole? Yeah, so the defense. Um, so the Niners defense coming in today are second in total yards, first in passing yards, sixth in rushing yards allowed per game. Pass yards, uh, they've given up 133.5 yards passing. Um, 90 yards rushing per game. God damn it. And 223.5 yards allowed per game. Uh, They've allowed 64 points in six games, which is a 10.6 average, which is second best in the league. Uh, They've given up 10 points in their last three games. In their last four games, yardage-wise, they've given up 154 to the Washington. Uh, They gave up 157 to the Rams last week, 180 to the Browns, and 239 to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers for an average of 182.5 yards allowed per game in their last four games, which is incredible. And their defense is really good. I believe their defense is definitely top. Their defense is probably the second-best defense in the league um, behind the Patriots, but the defense has been the story of the season so far. Yeah. um, Top five defense, I think number two, like you said, in total defense, I can see that just behind – New England Patriots. I think we've only given up six touchdowns total in this game in this season. We'll have to see it. Um, but yeah, four nine defense going off. Yep. Send it. But yeah, uh, let's move on uh, to NFL Week Seven pick'em. Um, like I said before, uh, Thursday night's game was uh, Chiefs versus Broncos. Um, the Chiefs won that game. I picked the Chiefs. Jake picked the Broncos. The Chiefs move on to a five and two. Broncos fall at two and four. Um, Sunday night, which is going on right now, um, the Cowboys are absolutely blasting the Eagles. I think the score is thirty to ten with I think eleven minutes left. Um, yeah, we really just didn't want to watch that game. I think the, the game is pretty much over. Uh, but we, but we, uh, Jake and I both picked the Cowboys, so that uh, should uh, both be. W's for us Monday night uh, tomorrow. Patriots for Jets. Um, Patriots six and zero. Jets one and four. Patriots are favored by ten. Uh, we both picked the Pats. They uh, should get that W uh, again. Uh, 49ers versus the R words. Jake and I both took the 49ers. 
Raiders versus the Packers. Uh, yeah, Jake and I both picked the Packers. Uh, shout out, uh, what's his name? What's your friend's name? Zellner? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt Zellner. Yeah, man. Uh, I think he picked right this week. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. For those, sorry for those Raiders, man. Yeah, that was a, um, a bad game. Yeah, bad game for yeah, Derek Carr is um, a Derek Carr is a fetish for fumbling the ball through the end zone and giving up a touchback for some reason. Right, right. Hey, which GGs, man. Which GGs. I which I I hate that rule, but it's funny when it happens to anybody. It's always funny. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, the Raiders fall to three and three. The Packers go up six and one. Um, loss of the week. Uh, I picked the Seahawks over the Ram over the Ravens. Didn't work out for me. Seahawks uh, drop down to five and two. Ravens go up to five and two. Uh, Jake picked the Bills uh, over the Finns. Bills move up to five and one. Dolphins zero and six. Uh, feels bad, man. Um, then I took the Texans over the Colts. The Colts blasted the Texans. Uh, Texans fall to four and three. Texans up to four and two. And Jake took the Ravens over the Seahawks. Yeah. GGs. Yes. GGs. Um, last segment. Uh, starts the week with Jake. Um, first done up this PPR scoring. Uh, so it might differ if you're in standard or if you're really point, really uh different fucked up league like me and Jake are in. Uh, it might be different. But Jake, why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, the stars of the week? Yes, fantasy stars of the week. Um, we do this every Sunday. Um, is this PPR scoring ranks? Uh, yeah, so like I said, yes. Yeah, I'm just resetting it. Uh, it says PPR scoring ranks. We do this every week after every Sunday game. Um, like you said, yes. Yep. Yeah, quarterback number one, the best quarterback of the week was Aaron Rodgers, 25 for 31, 429 yards. He had five passing touchdowns. He also added a rush touchdown which equaled the 43.8 fantasy football points if you played in a PPR league, as we said. Um, running back number one was Dalvin Cook. He had 142 yards on 25 carries, two touchdowns, and he had a catch for seven yards for 27.9 fantasy football points. Um, actually, he's running back two. Running back two is Dalvin Cook, for all that stuff I just said. Running back two is Chase Edmonds with 126 yards, three touchdowns, and added two catches for 24 yards for 35 fantasy football points. Yeah, uh, he was on my bench. Yeah, I read that wrong because... James, you want to explain it? Explain what? No, it doesn't matter, actually. But It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Moving on. Marvin Jones, number one receiver of the week, had nine, had 10 catches for 93 yards, uh, four touchdowns, which was pretty good. I, made, I, and then I had another league. I almost picked them up. I needed a I need fuck. I needed a wide receiver to start. Yeah. But I didn't pick him up. Like, I went with someone else. I was like, fuck. I should have picked them up. And he went, went yeah, for forty three no, points. Yeah. No, I, I also had him on my bench. I think in my main league, so it really fucked me over. Um, kind of pissed off. For yeah. Sure. So two guys in my main league that I had did not start. That, that's rough. Anyways, uh, moving on now to wide receiver number two. As I said this earlier, I believe I said this in the last episode, um, it was only a matter of time before Wolf Fuller got hurt, and damn, damn it, he got hurt today. Uh, so he had a hamstring pull, 
Uh, he was out for the game. So DeAndre Hopkins is wide receiver number two. He had nine catches for 106 yards and a touchdown for 25.6 fantasy football points. I traded him for George Kittle, which I, I'm kind of happy with. Um, but um, He traded him to me, yeah, for those who don't know. For George Kittle. Um, it solidified my, my tight end spot. Then I made a big-time trade where I traded Terry McLaurin, uh, Golden, no, Terry McLaurin, Jarvis Landry, Carry on Johnson and Tyler Lockett for uh, Leonard Fournette with 130 yards rushing today, and Adam Thielen, which I think is a good trade. Um, so my roster is that now. Man. So wide receiver two is DeAndre Hopkins, as I said, because Will Fuller was going to get injured, and and he did. So death taxes and Will Fuller getting injured, which happens every goddamn year with him because he's made of glass. But yes. He's out now, but DeAndre Hopkins, nine catches from six yards, 25.6 points with football points for a touchdown. Moving on, our tight end of the week, Darren Waller with seven catches, 126 yards, two touchdowns, 31.6 fans football points for PPR leagues. Flex was Latavius Murray, 119 yards, two touchdowns, five catches for 31 yards, 32 fans football points. Even though Latavius Murray had more points than Dalvin Cook, so I'm not sure why he's in flex, oh. but he is. Um, anyways. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're about to go to defense. I didn't put the name. The Rams defense. Yeah. Jesus. Defense was only 10 points given up. That's the Rams. Only 10 points given up against the fraudulent trash Falcons. They had one interception, two fumble recoveries, five sacks, and a TD for the Rams on a special team's miscue. Uh, And the kicker of the week was Greg the Leg Zerline at 14 fantasy football points. He's your kicker of the week, and that's all we have for fantasy football stars of the week. And yes, and that's the end of our episode, the BA Podcast, episode 76. Um, for those who don't know, thanks for listening. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, the BA underscore podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on the SoundCloud app. And also, subscribe to us on the podcast app. I kind of fucked that up, but it's all good. Yeah, make sure to make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Did about 50 times so we gained the system. Well, I'll trickle in from being in the industry for over 20 months. It's going to talk to 100 podcasts worldwide. We do that. Uh, we will take Tantra Podcast Sports for Recreation, but we shoot for the stars for the BA Podcast. So it gets in the top 200 worldwide. If you do, we'll give you a high five. I'll talk to you after today's episode. James? Bye. Bye.